Ladies and gentlemen, week five, episode five, Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it is I, Joseph Crush, alongside in person. Nah, I'm just kidding. We're still not in person yet. Almost, though. Come on, New York. Uh, Nick Jersey, DeMonte. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your Wrestling Journal podcast <laughs> and feel the power. Nikki Noodles, Galliotto. That, that was very good. What's up, boys? How's it going? And the most popular one of the group, Bad News, Tom Canale. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, pretty good. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm doing all right. A lot of oh, rave well. reviews last week. Tom, Tom, Tommy's taking a knife on his own now with the with Bad News. <laughs> Live the gimmick, brother. <laughs> Uh, I just want to shout out everyone listening, downloading uh, the podcast. I uh, really appreciate your support. We just hit over uh, 100 downloads this week. Uh, just a big accomplishment for us. So, you know, low-level podcast from nobody's just getting we're fucking huge people in this business. Yeah. We, make, <laughs> we make the WWE. We make pro wrestling. Uh, if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't be alive. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to be humble here. And, uh, and, and I want to shout, shout out my number one fan, Shawnee Webb. Uh, this is for you, buddy. Yeah, this episode's for you. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. And baby web. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, uh, yeah, a Memorial Day weekend. We're on uh, upon us here. I just want to thank uh, and remember all the uh, the uh, people that fought for us and did all the dirty work that we can't do. We sit home and talk about wrestling. They do out and go out physically and defend us. So, big shout out to them, as um, well as our frontline workers that are out there really yeah, saving absolutely. lives, day, day in and day yeah. out, helping us get life back to normal. Absolutely. I uh, just want to send a big thanks out to them. Uh, big unfortunate news, uh, pretty popular around the world, not even just the wrestling world, just in general. Uh, the, the passing of Shad Gaspard, uh, former member of Crime Time. Uh, reports say, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is pretty accurate. He was swimming with his son out in, uh, in California, and uh, the, the big riptide took him out. And a lifeguard came to save him, and he actually pushed – the lifeguard saving his son first and then they came back and they couldn't find the body. Um, it's pretty sad stuff, man. I mean, you, you hate to see him go. I think he was 39 years old. It's a pretty young age uh, to, to lose your life, especially with kids and a family. Uh, I just want to s- send out regards to uh, his family and friends. Uh, just a tough time for the wrestling industry. Jersey. Yeah, no, um, 39 is right. And what we you know, what a hero to save his son and put his life on the line and make sure that his son has a life to live and, you know, really, uh, truly commendable father. And, um, you know, his family's in our thoughts and prayers. So um, rest peacefully and, you know, you are a hero. Absolutely. Galliotto? Yeah, absolutely. We send our deepest and heartfelt condolences to him and his family. Um, you paid the ultimate sacrifice and the utmost heroic effort in saving your child and giving him an opportunity to live his life. You paid the ultimate price and very commendable act of kindness and courage. Tommy? Like you say, a guy was a real-life superhero, you know, wanted his son to be saved first and everything. And you just see all the love and support from all the wrestlers, past and present. Just that guy was loved by everybody. I haven't seen a bad thing spoken about him. So just very sad story and just thoughts and prayers to him and his family. May he rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, really, really thoughtful stuff. But even by people that you wouldn't think, I think like Triple H came out and even said something, how he was a great guy and like everyone loved him in the locker room. So it sucks to see. I think he was from New York as well, Brooklyn, I believe. Um, And it sucks, man. It's like you you put your life like that, that, the biggest father move. That's what you live for when you're, when you're a father, you absolutely, take, you take bullets for your kids and he took the, it just, it just sucks, man. I mean, you, you hate to see it happen, but uh, just rest peacefully, man. It's, he was, he was a good talent. He yeah, entertained us when we were, uh, when I, when I watched him. So just a big shout out to him and his family and friends. So rest in peace, man. 
All right, uh, on to some more uh, positive notes here. Um, Monday Night Raw, we saw a a uh, nice little switch in uh, production with uh, with Austin Theory heading over to join Seth's quote unquote ministry. I guess you could say at this point. I don't. Know, there's really no his name. Disciples. He's, oh yeah, he's, he's a disciple of Seth Rollins now. Uh, he was with Zelina Vega and uh, Andrade and Garza. They didn't approve of his services, so they decided to get rid of him. And uh, I think it's really good for him. And now with the AOP out, uh, not with Seth, they're currently injured, to add that extra body, I think that they needed a little more, more beef. Uh, Noodles, how do you feel about this? What's your thoughts on Austin Theory? We haven't really talked – we talked a little bit about him, but, like, I, I think there's a lot of hype behind him. I respect him a lot. I know Tommy does too. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole move here? Yeah, he's got a lot of hype behind him. He's and he's got all the talent in the world, so it's it's an excellent opportunity for him to obviously join the likes of Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy to really put together a ultra talented and ultra young group that can dominate the sport for a while while elevating them to a higher platform to when they go off on their own to be big time players in the in the top of the line. Yeah, I agree. Bad news. I love it. I mean, like you said, I've been high on this guy ever since he came up, and I just think. Teaming him with Rollins and Murphy is just going to be absolutely amazing. The sky's the limit for this kid. And, uh, I mean, he's only, what, 22, 23 years old? Yeah, and he's already crazy. The, the, the main bad guy, you know, heel on Roy. I think, like I said, sky's the limit for him. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with him. Yep. Jersey. I mean, think about it, right? He was an evolved champion a couple of years ago in his, God, 20, 21, barely could even drink. To then get catapulted to NXT to have a small feud with Tommaso Ciampa, arguably their biggest talent down there, to under the circumstances of Corona to get catapulted to Raw. Being a stable, and now you're alongside with the Monday Night Messiah. I mean, talk about circumstances. I mean, that's fantastic. Clearly, he's got talent. He's got the look. Um, he doesn't He doesn't have this the speaking power yet, but – to be along with Rollins, to be kind of enforcer and to capitalize on AOP not being there. I mean, what, what better opportunity for you to now thrive? I mean, I thought it made sense and I kind of like it personally. I think him and Murphy, their talent in the, in the ring, it's, it's bar none. And put the two of them against maybe um, a little bit of our United States champion Andrade and uh, my boy, Angel Garza. I'd love to see a nice little tag match between the four of them. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, all three of you. Uh, the talent's there. The, the sky's the limit. Um, not like an, I don't want to say like an evolutionist, but you kind of see like the you have like the Rollins who's the top guy, then Murphy's he's been around for a little bit, then you got Theory who's a super young kid, man. Uh, I think timing is everything. It's almost like the Kofi instance, like from uh, two years last year, and where Ali got hurt for the the chamber match, and then he came in, or that, yeah, the chamber match, he came in, kind of like stole, got that huge fucking push. Now, I mean, I don't know what the plan was for Theory before coming up at this time, but I think the Corona deal definitely may have construed like, they, all right, we need some talent up, and then they brought him up, and like he just clicked, and like maybe Vince liked him a lot, and like they kept him around, and like to to get bumped up to that to that to that spot on the show, on the biggest show in, in professional wrestling. I mean, something's something's got to be liked about him. So I'm I'm super happy for him. Uh, you can't say enough about him what he's done so far. And I mean, the future is insanely bright for this kid, man. I love how they're taking advantage of the opportunity as well of bringing some of this talent up. Where yeah. you know, they're taking chances. They're giving guys opportunities to be big time players. With you know, not every, you know, there's a lot of Sami Zayn's out there that got to stay home because they're scared. These guys are Ooh, taking the ball and running with it. Shot <laughs> taken. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh last week we had the highest numbers we've had by any episode to this recur this 
weekly segment that will be appearing. Uh, we got bad news from Bad News Canali. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, this week in bad news, unfortunately, Drew Gulak, who was last couple months has been one of the hottest wrestlers, was first they said he was released, but then I just read that his contract expired. And he opt not to renew. So, I mean, it just sucks for all of us here. I mean, the dude was a legit wrestler. The matches he put on with Daniel Bryan before they, you know, became a tag team, whatever they were, was just amazing. It was an actual wrestling match, which was pretty cool to see and everything. So, just very just very tough to see him leave. Maybe he goes to AEW. Maybe he goes to New Japan. Who knows? But bad news of the weekend. Kind of sucks. So yeah, it's definitely unfortunate. I mean, I think he was on the rise. I I saw a lot of like push behind him with his, like you said, he was tagging with Brian, had the few little few with him. Uh, I saw a lot of good things for him. Uh, he he progressed from the two hundred five live uh, stature that he was at, where he, he like like the Jack Gallagher's and stuff like that. They kind of just stay down there, and he's progressed to SmackDown. And I thought there was a, a decent amount of behind him and I was kind of like hoping for like to have him maybe like a US title or intercontinental run um, but it was up to clearly it was up to him he didn't want to stick around he didn't want to maybe he wasn't happy with what they maybe had planned for him in the future who knows but it's all speculation at this point but uh, definitely some bad news going forward uh, Jersey what are you about? I mean you know what's I did read that and obviously Tom hit it you know obviously with the bad news of course um, that I know that <laughs> he did he, he did ask for more money I did read that that he did ask for more money than he was being offered and that they didn't oblige and I think that maybe if it wasn't in this current time of the pandemic where funds are a little bit more shorter even a company like WWE I think that maybe they could have you know come together and given him what he wanted or met them half met him halfway through yeah uh, it's unfortunate because I actually did like him. I did like the PowerPoints. Um, I thought it was really funny. I did like his character now. He went to like that Rocky version of this character and then he kind of lined himself up with Daniel Bryan. I mean, what, what a great rub to get from Daniel Bryan. But uh, he was doing some good stuff. It is unfortunate. Um, I did like him. I did learn to like him more. But as they say, if you love it, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? I never heard that. Uh, noodles, what do you got? Nah, I was a big fan of uh, Gulak, man. I, I always liked his work. Uh, his evolution from the time he started till now, obviously, was was fantastic. He's great in the ring, and he's done a lot of funny things, too. He always definitely made me laugh. Um, you know, he, the fact that he might have wanted more money, I can understand that. I mean, everyone wants more money, right? Um, just, on, you know, it is a tough time, like Jersey was saying. Uh, maybe that, that, would, that caught them in the opportunity not to be able to come together on a deal. But given the circumstances, he might have wanted to, you know, feel like he's taking a bigger risk and all that. So he might be wanting more money. But given now, he can go get an opportunity to do something he really wants to do. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Like Tom said, maybe AEW, maybe New Japan, um, maybe Ring of Honor if they ever show up again. So who knows? There's, there's a lot of opportunities out there, you know. So maybe so, maybe you find something that suits him better for what he's yeah. looking for. And I want to harp on the he, he was the, the matches he was having, even when they rehashed the the match the tournament with him and Daniel Bryan. It's like top notch stuff, man. Um, it's not really seen often in WWE now to get like a pro like a pure wrestling match. So it was like refreshing. Hey, watch your mouth. Wrestling, that's, that's, not, a, that's not a used word. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah, real, yeah, real, yeah. real wrestlers take a backseat now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're a real so, wrestler, and you're, you're on the back end, back burner. Especially and at this current time, like, you want to get as much, as much entertainment as you possibly can. So, like, to see that little break from uh, a common, like, WWE match, it was, it was good to see. So, sad to see him go, but uh, happy for him wherever he wants to go after this, and hopefully he gets a nice little deal or up to his standards. 
Um, speaking of smaller gentlemen, uh, Drake Maverick. <laughs> oh, they're going to talk about Nicky Noodles. <laughs> I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought we were going to the Nicky Noodles I, I, segment. I, I think you're, no. the, you're the small guy now at 195, homie. Ooh, <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget, all right? That's funny stuff. <laughs> Drake Maverick in the, in the NXT scenario with his current contract has been pretty interesting. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really see him going as far as he did in the tournament. Um, are they harping on his release as a storyline? Are they taking his uh, his backing from all the fans as like a, a sign of maybe re-signing him? I don't know where they're going with this. I, all I know is next week we have Drake Maverick versus Kushida versus yep. uh, Jake Ellis. Atlas. Oh no, Fantasmo, not Kushida. Oh, right? that's right. They're, they're, no, I thought it was. I thought no. Wait, it's a, it's a triple threat. So yeah. it's Jake Atlas. Maverick and and Phantasm. Oh no, no, and Kushida to see who faces Phantasm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I lied. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's confusing that I'm not used to those type of. Uh, Glad you cleaned it up, Joe. Yeah. Good to see you, man. <laughs> I gotta do more research before I get into this. Um, so we'll see Maverick, Atlas, and Kushida in a triple threat match to see who goes on to face Phantasm for the interim cruiserweight championship. But that's a lot to to get out there. So bear with me here. Um, that is a tongue twister. Yeah, it is a tongue twister. <laughs> Tom, Tom, where do you see Maverick go? Is, is he bad sticking? news. Refer to him as bad news, please. Thank you. Bad news, Canale. Where do you see? <laughs> where do you see this going? Do is is Maverick sticking around? Are they using him? I don't want to say using him because that's kind of like a, a shitty way to say it. I, I I'm not sure where they're going with this. What do you, What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, like you. I'm really not sure. Are they just using it for, like, a storyline? Like, was this whole release, like, maybe, you know, just part of a storyline to get more fans interested in him to watch, you know, this tournament type thing? I mean, yeah. I really don't know. I mean, it'd be cool if he does win, end up winning the whole thing and they do sign him back because, like you said, the fans are behind him with everything. So, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with him. I really am. So, I'm looking for – this triple threat match should be really good. So, I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. I a lot of the matches they've been pulling out of this tournament or whatever you want to call it, this round Robin deal yeah. have been stellar, like top notch pro wrestling matches. So it's been good to see. Um, Jersey, what do you got, man? I mean, not to sound like a smark, but like, if you go on Twitter, you can see his display name is spud, but yeah. it's at, you know, <laughs> WWE Drake Maverick. Right. Yeah. But then the stuff that he's putting up on, on Twitter and Instagram with EC3, EC3 is clearly doing his thing. Oh yeah. And it looks like, yeah. it looks like, you know, Drake slash spud, is uh, is along with them like if you look at some of the instagram posts that like they're doing it together right so it's kind of like confusing but this is not the first time that wwe's try to capitalize on sort of that um real life to bring real life into into storyline yeah. kind of perspective i do i mean i'd be honest with you i did not expect him to be Kushida, even though the way he did obviously it was like it wasn't like a true clean win but it was still a win nonetheless and i still roll up um I'm intrigued, right? Like, we're talking about it, right? Yeah. Isn't that the whole point? We're yeah. talking about it. Yeah. And the match itself was good. And Jake Atlas is a good wrestler. And Kushida is obviously, you know, a great wrestler. And Maverick has shown that he's a scrappy guy, man. It's like it's like Nicky Noodles, you know what I mean? Like, he may not be the biggest guy in the yard, but he's, he's scrappy, right? He got, he's a big, scrappy. got a big bite, though, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, little, little bark, but, 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 but big bite. So, all, all jokes aside, I mean, I, I think it's great. And I'm actually really looking forward to this triple threat match. I think uh, good booking and way to swerve us. Because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah, Noodles, what do you got, bud? Yeah, no, I, Jersey pretty much stole every word I was out of my mouth. So good <laughs> for him. Good for the big puppy of the, of the group. <laughs> Call me the big dog, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, nothing. You're just not going to even. No, that's button. it. That's okay, it. Keep fair it enough. So I, what I wanted to say, I also wanted to say was, like you said, they're putting out spud stuff with EC3 on Twitter and all the social medias. 
I I like the idea of like that if they are maybe they're giving like you would like to think right. I'm not gonna say oh they're using his fucking faint his uh his release as a real life story that's messed up because I'm not that guy. I'm pro positivity here. So I'd like pro to spud. think pro spud. I'd like to think <laughs> that they're helping him make a name for like a bigger name for himself than he already had pushing him like this getting his story out there so when he does go elsewhere he has that rec- more recognition than he already did so it's a win-win the, for him all it's around. a win-win for him yeah. and people can question oh they're using him like this for a real life who cares, story. Who cares, who cares let him get his name that's what <laughs> right for sure that's what this business is all about that's why the WWE is may, may not be people may not agree with it but when you go there no matter who you are whether it's like a uh, uh, who are they? The fucking vote villains guys. Like, if they didn't go to WWE, who I wouldn't know who the fuck they are. So, like, they came to WWE, now they're gone, and now I know. Like, I'm just giving you like example, of, like people that I didn't well, know. That's, that's Vicky Guerrero's son-in-law. Yeah, but I wouldn't know that. Like, well, if I know was, that. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have known that if it, if he wasn't in WWE though? No. He would have done his homework. Come on, who are you kidding? Stop. You know what I mean, though. Like, you, you <laughs> take guys from lower-level companies. They come through the train. If they want to stay, they stay. If they aren't producing, then they get let go. But like, they have that recognition after they leave. So, hundred percent. That opportunity. Right. Absolutely. Platform, the platform right. is huge. So, you can't really complain unless you're Dean Ambrose and their baby. Uh, so, <laughs> use his real name, Moxley. Uh, John right. Good. Whatever the jo- fucking dumbest name in the world. Um, Oh, boy. Johnny, jo- Johnny Mox. Kind of like Varsity Moxley. Blues, right? John Moxon, quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we're, we're all about sec- new segments here on the show. Uh, this week debuting for the first time, we have the Nicky Noodles Pipe Bomb. Hello, everyone. This is Nicky Noodles from the Wrestling Journal podcast. Last week, I forgot to comment on a situation that got me very fired up and disturbed. We can say I was boiling hot. So last week, our lovely former WWE women's wrestler and diva, Paige, was berated with negative comments and body shaming for gaming on Twitch with her massive cleavage out for all to see. And I must say, what kind of a world are we living in now where people get offended and upset by hot chicks revealing skin in their bodies? Guys, get your fucking shit together. I know virtual reality, fake guns, zombies, and kills turn most of you on and really revs the engine from you guys to go from 6 to midnight. But speaking for myself and the boys, Joseph Crush, Nick Jersey, and Bad News Canale, and pretty much the majority of men I know, cut this shit already, you little beta bitches. I speak for us and a large portion of the population out there that love women. I, for one, most certainly love them and love to celebrate them with all their glory. If good-looking women want to show his skin and highlight their attributes, we need to embrace and glorify them. You want to meet smack the zombies and guns? Do that shit on your own time. Don't ruin a beautiful thing for the world and what we enjoy. Do your things, girls. Live your best lives, and you will always have a friend in the Wrestling Journal podcast. We are alphas and stand by all women doing it oh so well. Noodles out. What a hot take. Oh, my God. Scorch. Boy, oh, boy. Unreal, bomb went off. Loved it. Loved the, it. The bomb went off, uh, and I couldn't agree more. We'll just stay, stick at that. And plenty more dynamite to come, fellas. <laughs> boy, I like that segment. Jeez. That's going to get us some more downloads. I like that. Yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> maybe, maybe Paige will come on board with us. Um, That'd be nice. Shout out to Paige. So, uh, this past – Tuesday, we got the uh, season finale of Dark Side of the Ring. We haven't really talked much about Dark Side of the Ring on the show yet. Uh, 
it was the episode with Owen Hart and uh, I mean to talk about like this was the finale this was the finale too right they were just season season finale yeah Yeah. and uh talk about the saddest one for last (laughs) yeah so it started off with the benoit story which is super it was a two-parter super heartbreaking to watch man and stuff you didn't even know about like eddie passing it was like just really rough um jersey i know you weren't too i know you're familiar with all the scenarios that went on you didn't really get to watch the show like just hearing from the jargon and everything have when you when you plan on watching it like the benoit story uh the road warriors all that stuff are you like are you psyched to get into it and like just going forward and like what what are your thoughts on maybe like on benoit or owen hart to get like that way out? i mean you know like at the time when obviously when that stuff went down you know it became mainstream media right at the end of the day but also when it was taking place the you know the what happened with benoit's family and the unfortunate tragic passing of of owen at the at the um in 1997 if i'm not mistaken um 98, I'm sorry. Um, or social media, I'm not even right. I'm not, 99. 99, sorry. 99. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Tom. Good no news. Well, not bad news, but, but giving, us, giving us help. But, um, you know, we didn't have social media to rely on to get firsthand accounts of people to kind of jump in and say how they knew these guys or knew what was going on. And I see not Owen, really more Benoit on this point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, it's just – you know me, I'm a big person of kind of trying to hold and know the whole story, right? I like to know the whole thing. So it's tragic, but I'm definitely intrigued. And when I get a chance, I am going to watch it. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to keep up with it. I'm happy you guys have been able to. And I definitely yeah. think we should definitely speak about it because these are the, um, you know, the, the ebb and flows of wrestling. We need to know the good, the bad, um, and I guess the, the real. So. Yeah. Yeah, noodles. I mean, just I I want to harp more on like the Owen episode. Just getting getting through that. The first, I know the first half for a lot of people. At least me, I texted you guys watching. I'm like, yeah. I was like getting choked up. It was super hard to watch, man. You got you got a firsthand experience from his wife and his son, who've never really spoken out about it at all. So and the daughter, the daughter was there oh too, the daughter so. too. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 she she didn't really have an account of it. That she, well, she was, was very young. She was only yeah. like two or three years old at the time, if I wasn't yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So but just to even live through that, I mean, obviously, is is heartbreaking. So I mean, just what are your initial thoughts? it's like how, how do you feel after watching this episode it's pretty crazy uh it was it was tough man because like you know like when when he passed away you know we were pretty young you know what i mean like yeah. I think we were, what, 11 years old right so when you're 11 you really don't understand sometimes like or comprehend what death is all about and the fact that the man had a real life outside of wrestling right you believe fully mm-hmm. into, into the characters and stuff like that and there were a lot of moments in the episode where you know you hear people speak and they talk so highly of him and you know, the emotions that you feel, you know, there was plenty of times where I teared up and, and felt overwhelmed by listening to it. And it's such a sad and tragic story of how it happened, but even more tragic for the people that truly knew him and, and loved him and his evolution and his joy of life and how much he cared about people. And for it to end so tragically with such negligence, man, is like really disturbing, you know, and it, it also gives people an opportunity to do their homework on who Owen was as a person, as a wrestler, and give a whole generation, you know, that may not have known the story an opportunity yeah. to see how great and how special he was. Yeah, it was definitely unfortunate. Before we get to Tom, I want to just talk about, like, you said, oh, we were 11 at that time, right? I, I was – I was I talked to my wife after. I still Lori. remember hearing, the, hearing JR make the announcement. Yeah. Like, like, so I, I remember – you know? It was kind of like – and I hate to bring up 9-11, but I was, it was remember, like, during 9-11, you remember where you were and everything about that. I remember yeah. where I was, the food I was eating, and, like, it's just the craziest thing. Was, maybe, what were you eating? Uh, it was the first time I ever had Oreos and peanut butter. Shout out to Mike Very Ruggiero. Nice. Oh, good snack, good snack. Yeah. That's a thumbs up. Yeah, shout out to Mike Ruggiero. <laughs> big, big props, bro. Um, so, 
yeah you remember that day and like as a especially a bigger wrestling fan as i was back then like and now like you remember stuff like that so it was pretty crazy uh tom what do you what do you got for us yeah no like you said you remember where you were and everything i mean i just remember watching it in my den and i was the only one watching it and remember jr came on and said the unfortunate news that owen hart has passed away i remember my father was in the kitchen he, he ran he's like what and, yeah. I, and like you say, I was young. I'm like, oh, maybe it's bull crap. Whatever. He's like, no, they wouldn't mess around with that. And nah. it's it just, just crazy and just really sad. I mean, like you said, he was loved by everybody in the back and everything. And it's funny because this character was like the obnoxious little brother. You know, everyone hated yeah. him. He played the heel great. I mean, and everything, but just how everyone loved him. And I mean, it just so like you said, saddest episode so far of that. It's just terrible. I mean, what his whole family went through just just sucks, man. Gone too soon. Yeah, way too soon. Way too soon. So, Joey, real quick, did you, did you, how did you feel like when you saw like when you know like when they went up to when the family went up to the rafters and they, you know they looked down at the ring dude. of where it all happened, and like to see his his blood stain on the ring that they pretty much just like cleaned them right off off the mat and the show kept going on and that was just embedded there like that image still like kind of makes me haunted since I watched it on Tuesday. It's yeah, pretty so fucking a, nuts. There's a couple things I took away from this episode. Um, one was that like, I don't know how to, f- maybe then I, I didn't get it, but I don't know how to feel about um, it's such a fucking catch 22, right? Like, I don't know would I've continued the show if I was Vince. Like who, what, how do we really know what Owen would have wanted? Like people say Owen would have wanted it. Right. So you don't know. And like, these 20,000 people just witnessed someone fall to their death and do, do they stay there was that I, I I haven't watched back the pay-per-view in a long time so I don't even know how the crowd was afterwards and it's just like something that you don't like until unless you're living it you don't know how to like really react to it right so I, I've unfortunately I've, I've worked during a death happening and we the I worked at an amusement park where someone died and they continued to keep the park open after the person died. So like, I don't know, I, not really relatable to like WWE, but like, I just want to like, just share that. Like if, whether it's WWE, the highest of the high for wrestling or a, a half-assed fucking amusement park on Long Island that stays open after <laughs> someone dies, I, I didn't agree with them staying open. So I don't know if I agree with WWE staying, like finishing the show. Like someone literally just died, and you know they died. It's not like they they went after the show and then they passed away. They announced like ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes after that fact, they knew he was dead. So like, but but they they like like Jim Ross and you know like the announcers knew, the backstage people knew, the wrestlers knew, right? But how many fans in attendance might have known, right? I don't I don't remember what the cell phone game was like back then. If it, was, it wasn't like it it wouldn't have been going around Twitter like wild like wildfire, you know? So. It's tough, man. It's tough to know what. But what, to send what out exactly, to send you know? out people, and apparently he was close to everybody, to send out people that were or possibly best friends and family with this guy, to 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 wrestle in a ring that he just died in, like that's Brutal. that's a risky fucking move, man. And I don't know, maybe people lost respect for certain people after that. And like you, he, Jim Ross said, uh, Kevin Dunn in his ears, like, all right, Owen died. And you got to go back in 10, 9, 8. It was like something like that. Like, real yeah, that's boom, pretty boom. rough. Like, that's pretty rough. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything for, I want Jersey to watch and get, and get the full story. Um, but I just, and I got to like talk about this cause we've watched it now. Um, he's not going in the hall of fame. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And, no. Cause yeah. it's up to, up to his wife, up to his family. And even when Mark Henry got inducted, I don't know if you guys remember this, Mark Henry, yeah. when he got inducted, he's like Martha. He looked in the camera. It was yeah. randomly, it was like Martha. It's Oge's, Oge's son, Oge's birthright to have his father go in the hall of fame. And Oge is like, nah, it ain't happening. Even he, even the son doesn't want to happen. So, like, that's – I think it's pretty – unless something changes dramatically over the, the next couple of years, and I don't see him ever going to the Hall of Fame. 
and Jersey, you'll get a full full story of this on, on when you watch it. It's you get a, a different side of the story, and like you wonder what like who I before this ever I was like oh she's being like crazy about it and like you know I didn't know anything, and now you're like wondering what the fuck is going on with this co- or what was going on with this company at that time. It's pretty it's pretty eye opening. It's kind of scary too. So like I don't know. It's kind of changed it changed my mind a little bit of, about a few things. Uh, but we'll see what happens, man. I mean, just hey. listen. Big, big corporations have a lot of blemishes, and WWE is definitely not one that doesn't have many blemishes. So, yeah. um, you know, sorry for being a bad wrestling fan. I do mean to, I do <laughs> want to watch it, and I will watch it. and I'll be ready for the next time. But um, you know, living through it, like like all the guys said, was um, was very. You know, we were a little bit young, but now to kind of rehash it again while we're a little bit more adults, we can kind of process it more makes it feel extremely real. So I cannot wait to watch it. Of course, it will be sad. Um, you know, and it's said that he he deserves to be in a Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, he deserves to be recognized and, and put at top, on the top where he belonged. Yeah, she, and you'll 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 understand why she doesn't want him in there when you watch the episode. I don't want to harp on it too much. Um, so next story, a little I don't know. It's you could either take it for good news or bad news. Uh, we watched SmackDown last night, and we heard the uh, news that AJ Styles was traded to SmackDown for players. Or, not players. Who? How, how, how'd you word it? Uh, um. Uh, for future considerations. Future considerations. <laughs> now, Might as Jer- well be a player to be named later. <laughs> Jersey, I'll let you go off on this. How do you I feel mean, about this? Yeah. All right. Let, listen, the, big, let I, the big dog eat right now. <laughs> I, I love, I absolutely, you know, I love AJ Styles. So anything he does, I think it's gold. But I just think it's hysterical that you would try to make it a very sports related reference. And, and, and for someone like him, right, you know, future considerations, what does that mean? You're telling me a seventh round and a 10th round draft pick for, for well, arguably the best wrestler on the planet. Come on. <laughs> and, if, and if you're going to, if you're going to break it like a sport, why don't you actually send me a breaking news to the WWE app on all our phones and say, breaking news, tune into SmackDown, AJ Styles related. Okay, great. You know, but I just, I don't know. I didn't think I didn't, I didn't like the way that it kind of, I don't know. How could you do it better, right? I don't know. How could, were you, dis- how would were I you disappointed? Jersey, were you disappointed that it wasn't on the bottom of the screen on ESPN? Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> Trade tra- tra- updates. Yes. Yeah, it Absolutely. Be, I, feel like, right? like, I don't know. It might have it been on Fox Sports, to be honest, because as, as we know, that yeah. WWE and Fox Sports has a good partnership, and they yeah, have yeah. a lot of good stuff going on. So it could have been there. AJ but I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I just think, you know, for future consideration just means, okay, well, we don't know what else to say at this point. Here's AJ Styles, because yeah. Roman Reigns isn't there. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Noodles take. Uh, it's, it's a little funny. I mean, they, it's definitely a, a hilarious side to it, um, for sure. I don't know what the hell they're trying to go with there and try to make it more like a real sports scene or whatever. But trading AJ Styles for anybody is like the most ridiculous move ever. You know, it's like, would you trade uh, uh, Babe Ruth? You know, I mean, that happened once, but you wouldn't do it again. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't do that. <laughs> he's the goat man it's like yeah, it's yeah. like trading jordan and stuff like yeah that. you do that that's that's how you you know i mean if you're a you know phil jackson type of guy like jersey was back in the day when he was working with jimmy d you expect that type of stuff but listen <laughs> the last the last dance was fantastic shout out to the last dance documentary yeah. if you haven't watched it watch it yeah mj absolutely. is the goat wait you watched the last dance but you haven't watched dark side of the ring oh my god um he's losing losing points here. <laughs> if we were if we were watching i'm a triangle guy if we, if, we were, if we were on around the horn right now from ESPN, I'd negative you like 20 <laughs> points right now. I'll mute, I'll mute myself for the next 10 seconds. Um, type of guy. <laughs> Tom, what are your thoughts on AJ going to be traded to SmackDown? I mean, how about this? Let's, fo- let's focus on the, the, what he, the return is. Let's focus on AJ yeah. going to SmackDown. How about that? 
Yeah, I mean, who, who are they going to trade for him? I mean, is Bray Wyatt going to go back to Raw? I mean, who could you trade? Seriously. That's the only value over there right now. So. I mean, too. Who are you going to – I mean, I hope that they don't trade, you know, a freaking – I don't even know who. I mean, it's got to be someone big. So, I'm hoping – and like you said, they're trying to make it like like a real sports <laughs> thing. I mean, remember when they were drafting? They had like their war rooms and stuff. They were trying to make yeah, it like real so life. Funny, yeah, yeah so. it's interesting. And they, were, and they were clapping about like getting like – Man, I don't know. Oh, not Mandro, sorry. No, like, shit, uh, no, that, that's yeah, a first round. That's, yeah. that's a clap. Uh, <laughs> that's, a to- that's, a top of the, that's a top one right there. <laughs> so what I, I'm thinking is, like, as a writer or as, like, a producer, like, or a big guy, executive producer behind the scenes, like, Heyman, I think he runs Raw, right? That's pretty safe to say. Like, how do you feel if you lose, like, an AJ Styles in, like, your booking process? That's got to that's gotta hurt, man. Definitely, definitely yeah. kicking the dick for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So I don't know. I'm excited for um, the possibilities of him like rehashing rivalries, or, like going uh, against like Daniel Bryan again now. Like, and, and I, I think I want to talk about the Intercontinental kind of tournament real quick. It wasn't on the the notes, but I, I, I truly believe we're gonna get AJ versus Bryan for the for the finals. I believe that's the possible setup, right? I think it's Daniel. Yeah. Hardy and then AJ versus uh, Elias. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope, like, they're, I think they're really trying to bring back the Intercontinental title as, like, a working man's title, which I'm super cool with. Uh, and you can't really beat AJ versus Brian in the ring. I know we got we, with the past feud with when Brian was running the heel stuff uh, with the environmental crap, um, and we got that. I think we can get a better match out of it, uh, Brian face and then AJ heel. And I think uh, I'm super stoked for that. So, I mean, there is positives out of this. I don't get – like, I agree with you. Um, I don't get the uh, the return on that for future considerations. So, it's definitely interesting. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. It's, it's yeah. a nice little ploy that they can play on later. That's why they used it. I get it. Yeah. They're, being, uh, they're, being, they're being lazy. It's a lazy booking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we have um, – we have you know what? I, I got to – come out front here we haven't really talked too much aew on the show right and i i i take part of that i i create the, the notes before we get into this it's my idea to, to discuss the topic so um i want to we have a huge pay-per-view coming up this saturday today actually it's tonight mm-hmm. um so predictions for the aew double or nothing they're going to relate in this episode if you listen today then it'll it'll, it'll be more validated but um I want to talk about do you like what we think going into the show. Have you guys watched a lot of Dynamite lately? I know we're super pro WWE here, so like, um, what what do you just initial thoughts on AEW before we get into the predictions here? Jersey, what do you got? AEW as a whole, yeah, just like what what they've been putting I, out, and, and I think I I do I think there's been positives and negatives, right? And that goes to anything, right? I don't want to play too even heel, you know, even keel on this one, but. I, I like that they're hungry. I like the direction. I like what they're trying to do. I just think that they are definitely a couple steps behind. I like that they're more putting themselves up against an NXT level show versus like a Raw or SmackDown. And not that Raw or SmackDown are superior to NXT because you know how I feel. I'm NXT all the way out of the three of them, meaning NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. Yes. But I think that they're positioning themselves with the, with the talent that they have and against the right – uh, against the right product, right? Because I, I do feel, even though NXT is WWE, I do feel it is, it is still a separate entity because of how they run the shows and, and the brand and, and the announcement. By the way, more now, best best breaking commentator in the game right now. Big um, time. Love that guy. But I think I think all in all, I think there, there are a lot of positives and negatives. Um, but it's good, right? Because they're growing. And I'm excited to kind of see them grow on this journey and make the mistakes and learn from it and pick it up because that's what WWE has done for the last, what, 30 plus years that they've, yeah. well, being on like, you know, being more on 
regular TV weekly as opposed to what you know what it was back in the day. Okay. Tommy, what do you got, buddy? Bad news. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing Jersey said. You know, they've, they've, it's good to have an alternative, obviously. You know, I mean, I'm flipping back every Wednesday between TNT and USA watching, you know, watching the shows and whatnot. And, you know, are they making mistakes? Yes, of course. I mean, the company's brand new. It's only been, what, since October, I think it started or whatever. So they're going to they have their bumps in the roads and, and everything. But, you know, I'm excited to see. I mean, I, it's pretty cool that they're bringing, you know, I mean, I cool they brought Harper now, Brody Lee, you know, in as the big heel now. We're going against Moxley tonight on the pay-per-view. So, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can't, I really don't like is that all, all of them taking shots at WWE. I mean, Grant, is WWE perfect? Absolutely not. But, I mean, these guys kind of made your careers a little bit. I mean, there was for WWE. No one would know who John Moxley is or Brody Lee at this point. I mean, the diehards would, obviously. But yeah. You know, the common fan wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like we said before, so, they, there's, it's a platform that produces these guys. Whether or not you agree with the booking, it's, I mean, it's a job, right? At the end of the exactly. Day. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I hope it keeps going, you know. Like I said, competition brings out the best in everybody. So I just hope everything keeps going good with them. I agree. Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I, I, I like a lot of things that they do. And I mean, uh, we also, you know, we can agree that we, they do a lot of things we don't like. You know, it's nice to have to see another outlet and, and know another company be able to preside, present an odd opportunities for other guys that might be lacking chances, you know what I mean? So for them to be able to build their own characters and another, you know, more superstars in the wrestling world. I totally respect their, uh, their trying ability, their efforts. Um, you know, they definitely go hard and they look like they're in for the long haul of trying to look to compete with WWE and succeed. Um, I definitely commend that. Um, but there's also parts of it where it's like, the jabs constantly at WWE. It's like pretty much every guy on their roster, for the exception of Jericho, were all WWE rejects in a way, right? They didn't have long sustaining careers in WWE. They felt like they were, you know, not capitalized on and taken advantage of with their skills and talents. And now they have their opportunity to do so. And I don't think they always deliver on that. So, you know, they, they have a lot of pressure on themselves now to be able to deliver the goods, knowing that with all these shots that they take, knowing from the old company they were at, and they can't, you know, bring in the ratings and, and, and deliver a competent product, you know, they could really make it real hard on themselves going forward. That's could fair. they be setting themselves up for, like, set, uh, for not being able to reach an unattainable bar by continuing to take, you know, take shots at the big dog? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. are they setting themselves for failure or success every time you take a shot at them? Like, I get it, right? What what easier way to take a shot at than your previous employer who who wronged you in your eyes? Right. It started, as, it started out as them doing their own thing, you know, and that what Jersey just said. Now, it's like it seems like they're they're going back to oh these guys did us dirty so let's let's try to get them back you know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, I mean for the most part they it's kind of like a one shot deal and then they they kind of veer away from it. I think Brody Lee kind of does it more than anybody, um, or he he's kind of slowed down. And from what I've watched, I remember in the beginning he was doing like the whole sneezing thing with Vince yeah. in the in the conference room and stuff like that. So. Um, no, I agree with all you guys. I think alternatives are great. I think people could say it as much as they want. It, it definitely means a lot for us, especially big wrestling fans. Um, I catch myself watching both products each week. Um, the, the one thing, I mean, I know I shouldn't really harp on this because like, I shouldn't care about other people's opinions, but like the, the people that have voices in like uh, the wrestling community that aren't in the business are so against WWE. I, for, for what, who knows what reason, maybe they got denied jobs in the past and stuff like that. They seem to be riding be riding AEW's coattails um, pretty hard, so it's it's kind of it's it nerves me a little bit uh, to see that that 
they're saying there's no war, but then they constantly just like make it a thing. Right. So like, I, I always look at it every week. I think I tweeted out one time, someone said, what are you watching this week? Uh, AEW or NXT? I'm like both. I love Wednesdays. I love wrestling. That's it. Like, I don't, there's no one, one way or the other. I love both products. Um, of course, I don't like th- certain things about WWE and NXT. I don't like certain things about AEW, but I like a lot of, of both. So I'm happy that it's here. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to get our, we haven't, like I said, we've, we've hit on AEW things here and there. I wanted everyone to get an idea of where we're at mentally, like what, what, what we think about the product. So they know if we do say something uh, certain about the product, they know it's not like a shit, a, a shit, uh, shit uh, take out of nowhere. So, um, so going into tonight, uh, I'm going off the Wikipedia page here. Uh, nine matches listed for AEW double or nothing tonight uh, in no particular order. Uh, if you guys, just kind of give an idea where you're at. Um, I think we'll go with the first match here. It's for the the, uh, the newly named AWTNT Championship. There was a tournament held. So we got Cody versus Lance Archer. Uh, Jake Roberts has pretty, been pretty sick on AEW. I think uh, that's one of the highlights that we can talk about here. Um, I, going into this match, not really sure where they want to head with it. I think Cody, I, out of all the elite guys, uh, I know like uh, Kenny and uh, Hangman Page have had the tag team titles. Uh, but, like, no one's really had a singles run, like a hard singles run. So, I, I would like if Cody finally got some gold. I know it's past the point where people would say, oh, they're booking themselves to win. Uh, so, we're past that. So, I, I'd like to see Cody come out with this. But, uh, uh, Tommy, what do you got, bud? Yeah, like, I like to see Cody win it. You know, finally give himself a, you know, a, a title run. Obviously, he can't win the world title anymore because that match he had with Jericho yeah. a couple months ago. So, I mean, I think – I think being a new title, I think it would give, you know, the title some legitimacy. I mean, a lot of people don't know who Lance Archer are, you know, if you're not a big wrestling fan, but yeah. people know who Cody Rhodes are. So, I think I think he's the one who should win it tonight. So, we'll see what happens. All right. Noodles? I want Archer to win, to be honest. I, okay. I like him. Oh. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a bit, I'm a big fan with the work he's doing with uh, Jake the Snake. Uh, the other day, we're watching a little bit, you know, it looked like it was 1990 all over again. It kind of got me a little jacked up, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I like to see. I like to see new guys get get their get their rub and get their burn. And you know, Cody Cody's great, but I feel like he's, you know, he's like he's enjoying the more executive role now. You know what I mean too. So he doesn't he doesn't need all that stuff. Sure. He likes. I think he likes building the business. So I'm going Archer. Fair point, Jersey. What do you got, bud? I mean, trust me, I don't like to always agree with Nicky Noodles, but I think he makes a fair point. I, I'm with him on that one. I think that's my guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I want to see I want to see Archer take this one. I think that um, Cody's name is a little bit more relevant in the wrestling game. I don't think he needs it. I think it would be good for both him and the title for, for you know, for relevancy. But I think the whole point of this is to give it to, you know, a more an up-and-coming guy. And I do like the work that he's doing with uh, with Jake. So I'm, I hate to say I'm agree with Nicky Noodles, but um, and he's a badass I, too, right? I mean, I, I kind of like, like him too. So yeah, yeah so I, I, he's I, definitely a good worker. Big guy. I agree. So I'm going Archer. Excited to see what the title looks like. I don't believe they came out with any pictures yet. Yeah, no, no. Pictures I haven't yet. seen anything. So excited they're to not, see that. They're not going to make it red, though, are they? Just change it. Just you know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm glad they're finally getting a mid card title too. I think they need that. They have a lot of talent over there. It needs. Like, you need you need multiple titles. You're absolutely yeah. right about that. All right, so next match we got is uh, MJF, top, arguably the best heel in the business right now, versus Jungle Boy. Uh, I will go Nicky Noodles. What do you got, buddy? Oh, MJF for sure, man. Yeah. The guy's such a dick, and I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, play, he plays the character so good, man. He, he, he applies it to real life, too. So you're talking about living the gimmick, man. That, guy, that guy's got it all, and I, I kind of like him. It makes you, he makes you believe and want to hate him, and that's, no one does a job better than that guy. Absolutely. Jersey, what do you got, buddy? Guy is such a prick, but MJF all day on this one. It just it makes you gotta you gotta he's a he's a 
he's a badass heel, you know. You got to ride that wave. So, <laughs> yep. Tommy? Long Island Zone, MJF. Absolutely. <laughs> gotta love it. Plainview boy, gotta love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, going with him. I mean, the dude, like everyone's saying, he just lives the gimmick. I mean, when, when you got that heat for giving the kid the middle finger at an autograph sign, I mean, it's just freaking brilliant. So, just love him. He's a true, a, true, a true flid, right? That's what we, I guess that's how you call him right now. A what? Played a fucking Long Island dickhead. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, if there's one, like, super big positive takeaway from AEW, it's definitely MJF. I love everything he's done so far. Um, I, I He's got to take this match. I feel like he's got Wardlow behind him, the big, big hoss. Uh, so, we'll see what happens. I, I'm definitely going with MJF as well. Love him. Uh, next match, we have the uh, women's championship match. Uh, it's a no disqualification, no count out. And it's between Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida. Not familiar with the name there. Uh, who we got next? Tommy, what do you got, buddy? I mean, I guess I'll go with Nyla Rose being it's a no-disqualification match. Yeah. You know, do anything in it. So, I'll go with Rose. I'm like, I haven't really been paying attention that much. I mean, the other thing with AEW, the women's division really hasn't been built up as great as it's been. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so but I'll go with Rose. So That's fair. Jersey, what do you got, bud? Not Nyla Rose. Um, you know, no disqualification match. I I think uh, she's gonna be uh, she's gonna be winning tonight. Yeah, fair. Noodles. Rose all day. Yeah. No question. Deep, no DQ. Big time. Peru, a, Peru, a Peruvial dream match: Nyla Rose versus Nia Jax. Mm. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, Nyla Rose is gonna <laughs> take it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to harp on it too much, but Tommy with the the women's division, I de- definitely not the the bright the the shining light that I would hope for in AEW. Uh, no, I think I just read that uh, uh, Britt Baker got hurt in the last match. Yeah, she's out for ACL or something like that. So that's oh, not definitely no. not good. If there that was one light, help. it was her in the the women's division. Mm-hmm. So uh, something they have to work on, but we'll see what happens. Um, another women's match we just get it over with here. It's uh, Penelope Ford versus Chris uh, Statlander. Uh, I mean, again, not, I haven't too, like when the women's matches are on, I usually try, I go back and forth eight, uh, to oh, NXT. Boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Joey. <laughs> well, I mean, they've equal always... opportunity. What are we yeah, doing here? Talk about... We're an equal opportunity show. Clearly he wasn't paying attention to the pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's showing me boobies. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Penelope for you. I actually think she's a solid worker. Uh, she's with Kip now with Kip Sabian. So they have, he has, the, the heat on the on the outside of the ring. Um yeah, I'll just go with Penelope Ford here. Jersey. I'm with you. Penelope Ford. I think she's a good worker too. I think you said it good. Um I think that's I think that's where we're going tonight. Yeah. Yeah, might as well just make this a clean sweep. Yeah, <laughs> there. All right, there you go. Tommy you agree? Yeah, Ford, absolutely. All right, cool. Uh next match is a uh number one contendership for the tag team titles. We have private party uh versus best friends and Best friends is alongside with Orange Cassidy on the outside. So, uh, noodles, what do you got here, buddy? Uh, well, first of all, I love I love the tag team name, Best Friends. You know, because mm-hmm. Jersey and my brother, they're best they're besties too. You know? That's right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride the train, train of the best the best friend party, man. Especially with the outside the outside influence is always is always clutch in tag team matches. That's fair, Tommy. What you got? Yeah, I'll go with the best friends. They've been so been on a streak the last couple of weeks with everything with their with their matches and having Orange Cassidy doesn't hurt either. You know, the guy's just a pisser with his gimmick, so go with best friends. <laughs> Jersey, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I hate to say a clean sweep, but I think sometimes cards are a little bit predictable. Um and I, I do agree with Tommy's point. I think they're on a little bit of a high note and I think having Cassidy on the outside, uh 
lends them to be probably uh, the pick the pick today for this. Well, guess match. what? Guess what? It ain't a clean sweep because I'm going to try to Good. Good. Good take team name too. That's another good take team Great. name. I kind of yeah. like that. Uh, they've been getting a nice rub on uh, being the elite with their segments there. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the show, but uh, I just see a lot of a lot of hype with them. I think it's a, a solid match they could have with uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Um, I think both teams could definitely win this match, but I'm, I'm going to go with private party here. And I want to super shout out quick. Uh, Jersey, we went to a, a local show a couple years ago, uh, NYWC. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I want to say private party wrestled that, that paper, that show. Yes. Yes, they did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. That was cool. That was cool. And yeah. Shout out to uh, the Italian stallion. Um, what was this? I forgot his name. <laughs> um, What's your boy's wait. name? Softball boy. Oh, Lucera. Lucera, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. I'm sorry about that. The Italian Lucera, stallion, though. He wrestled Italian too. Stallion. And he hit bombs in softball, too. He did hit bombs. A little, little scrappy guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Dustin Rhodes, who apparently was retired, coming out of retirement in a week, uh, versus Sean Spears, uh, a.k.a. Ty Dellinger. Um, I'm going to go Sean Spears in this one. Jersey, what do you got, bud? I mean, he's always a perfect 10 to me, right? So, yeah, I'm going Sean Spears. Guy, I think, you know, got to keep building up him and make sense. I'm all, all about the perfect 10. There you go. <laughs> Tommy, I mean, he you came out yeah, to his wedding, know, so. Yeah, you know where I'm going <laughs> with it, so absolutely. Big shout out to Ty Dillinger. Uh, welcome my uh, brother-in-law and sister at their wedding. Pretty cool. Um, all right, let's scroll here. Next match we got is. Oh, the ladder match, the casino ladder match uh, for a future AEW World Championship. Kind of sounds like money in the bank, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Who's the, mystery, who's the mystery opponent? I want to know who's the mystery opponent. Yeah, yeah mystery so guy, we'll find yeah. out. So we got Darby Allen. I love Darby Allen, big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sa- Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and a TBD. So um, have at it here, boys. Tommy, what do you got? <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously we don't know who the TBD is, but yeah. I gotta go with Darby Allen. The dude's just been on fire with, you know, the. I mean, obviously no crowd reaction, obviously with everything, but the dude's just been hot as of late. Just, his whole gimmick is awesome, and I really think they're gonna push this kid to the moon. I know Cody's a big supporter of him. They're always having matches together, so yeah. I'm gonna go with Darby Allen. Jersey, what do you got? Ready for this one? The mystery, the mystery participant. Do you know who it That's is? That's what I'm going with. No, I do yeah. not know. I <laughs> might know, but I'm not sharing it. But I'm going the mystery wrestlers winning this one. Will you okay. share it after the predictions? I don't know. I want. I, I don't want to give away. I, I don't want to give it away. But I am going mystery opponent, and that's that's pretty confident in my uh, decision right. right here. It's a risk, man. High risk, low reward. Um, just <laughs> <laughs> uh, noodles, what do you got, buddy? I was going mystery man all the way myself. So. Wow, this yeah. guy! I'm all, I'm, all about the, I'm all about the surprise. Do you know my? Do you know my source? You have too many of them. It's hard to keep track. That's true. I'm a big time. <laughs> Where do you guys get your information from? I need that. Uh, I need that phone number. Um, all right, so I'm gonna. Tommy good guy never re- <laughs> never reveals his sources. My bad, Joey. <laughs> My bad. The dogs barking upstairs. Let me move this quick. <laughs> All right. My man, um, my main man, Hank. Darby Allen. He's the mystery opponent. He's the mystery opponent. Darby Allen's definitely a solid pick. I would have went with him myself, but I'm going to go against the green here. I think uh, we haven't seen a lot of him on TV lately. I'm a big fan of Joey Janela. 
Um, I think he thrives in matches like this, so he may have the advantage with the ladders and stuff. I'm not sure what they see with him booking wise for the future, but I definitely I'm a big fan of him before he came into AEW. Um, so I'm going to go with Joey here. I'd love to see Luchasaurus get a shot too. So, I mean, there's a couple guys that I want to win and I'm excited to see who that TBD is. So um, I guess Jersey, I mean, do you want to maybe leak anything here? I'm dying to know. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to say uh, you're going to have to tune in tonight because my mystery, wow. my mystery, Wesley's going to win. And that's, I'm going to leave it out there. Wait, where, where are you right now? Are you, in, are you in Jacksonville? I am in Jacksonville, Florida, right now. I'm actually at SmackDown again. Are you? Are you? Are you the mystery opponent? <laughs> Listen, you never know. You have to tune in to watch wow. to find uh, out. This could be uh, breaking news here, people. Um, all right, so we have two more matches to go. Uh, this new one here: Stadium Stampede match. So we got the Elite plus Matt Hardy. So that's uh, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks versus uh, the Inner Circle. We got Jericho. Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and then Santino Ortiz. Um, we've got a, a little taste of what they could possibly do in this match uh, these past few weeks on Dynamite, going around the stadium, using the field. I'm pretty stoked for this match. I think that these guys are pretty creative when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, we saw Sammy, Sammy Guevara get his head taken off by a golf cart recently. You think that was planned? Or not? I, mean, I had no shit. idea, but he's fine, and I'm okay oh with it. So at the end of the day, as long as you're selfie, I'm, I'm glad. Oh, I'm yeah, that was insane. So uh, I don't know if they'll use a, a little pre-tape magic with Hardy, or what they're going to do with him. I'm, I'm super stoked for this match. They have a lot of uh, real estate to use in this match. So, uh, Jersey, what do you got for us here? I'm going with the elite going to win. I think in order to kind of keep this, um, to keep this feud going, I think, uh, I don't think it makes sense for the inner circle to win. I'm going with the elite to win this one. I think the inner circle has been uh, kind of keep this, I guess, storyline going, going yeah. the elite. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to take the elite as well. I didn't say my prediction there. Uh, Tommy, what do you got, bud? I was going back and forth thinking about it, but I think I might go in a circle. I don't know. I just have a feeling, I don't know. See what they, see what they could go afterwards with this. I mean, it just, the whole just love them. Jericho obviously is amazing, as always, and everything. And I like what Sammy Guevara is doing, so I'm gonna go in a circle. Yeah, definitely got some hype behind him. Uh, noodles, what do you got, buddy? I'm all about the inner circle, so no question Ooh. about it. And, and, and any any team that's got Matt Hardy on it is already down a man. So, oh <laughs> man, so that's that shots guy's, at shots at your, your two leave two leaves favorite Sammy Zayn. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and and every and every time I see them, they they climb a little higher than the other one. Who's the worst? <laughs> oh boy! All right, yeah, good picks, guys. I, I'm actually really excited for this match, though. It's one of those like fun matches that you're like waiting to see. I'm 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 excited for it. Um. Main event of the evening, or maybe not the main event. I don't know how they're going to run the, the match card. Uh, Moxley, the current WWE, uh, a, ooh, WWE champion. Ooh, wow. WWE champion. Oh, easy. Former yeah. WWE champion. Well. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> against uh, Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper, if you didn't know. Uh, where we go? Nah, Noodles, what do you got for this one, buddy? Uh, I'm going Brody Lee. I think uh, they're gonna they're gonna mix it up a little bit here. Quick and, title uh, they, change, huh? You yeah, think so? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think just just like Ambrose got real stale. I mean, well, yeah, Ambrose was real stale in WWE. Moxley's doing the same thing. Brody <laughs> Lee. Oh, wow. Jersey, what do you got, bud? I mean, I think it's just too soon. I don't think they built it up big enough for it to be a. You know, I don't see the title change on this one. I think Moxley's retaining. Um, I think Nikki Noodles is wrong. Um, and I want that just to be known. <laughs> we'll hey, find dude. out tonight, right? When you tune in, <laughs> hey, you might see me on the show. <laughs> hey, News Canale, what do you got, buddy? 
I think it's going to be Moxley, but I would like to see Brody Lee for one reason. I think I would like to see them build up this Dark Order as like an unstoppable stable for a little bit. And what would it be awesome to see him with the belt? But yeah. I do think it's going to be Moxley, but it would be cool to see Lee, but I'm going to go Moxley. Yeah, I think I'm on the same boat. I'd love to see Brody Lee get it. Uh, I think they're not done with Moxley running the running the show here. Uh, he needs to – I think he's like – I'm not sure if, if Brody Lee's at the point where he can run, like be the top guy yet. Uh, and that's just my personal opinion. I know he could work well. He's got the character right now, but I think Moxley's just like owning shit. Um, and he's still a couple more feuds. I want to see him defend the belt. I think like MJF is due for something like that going forward. Like maybe him and MJF run a program together. Um, so I think – Should be a good match. Yeah, it should definitely be a good match. We've no, seen definitely them, a good match. Hard we've seen them go before. It's going to be hard, super hard-hitting, like Jersey just said. So uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, I'm going Moxley. Yeah, I'm excited for the car tonight, boys. I think, like, like you said, we, we don't really talk too much about AEW, but I definitely respect the shit out of it. Uh, it's still something new to get used to. I'm still getting used to the people that I didn't know beforehand. So, uh, like, the, the Jungle Boys and the, the women's wrestlers, I want to give them a shot. I'm not naysaying them right away but I, i'm definitely excited for this, this is definitely a big pay-per-view nine matches so it's uh yeah, it's, pretty big. it's pretty big all right so our, our number three segment of the week just kidding uh <laughs> reoccurring this is the fourth i think the on number four here uh thirst trap of the week here boys uh ah. this this week's winner hmm good old peyton royce Hello. Uh, she's TikTok, killing, TikTok. She's, yeah, she's <laughs> killing it on all platforms here. TikTok especially. Uh, follower. I don't even know her handle there. Um, it's something we're painting on the block or something like that. Um, uh, nonstop, great photos. Uh, thirst trapping away at our at us wrestling fans. Uh, any any adulation to this woman here, boys? Jersey. I mean, God, I mean, if, if I, she's a definition of iconic, right? You open up the dictionary, you see iconic, it's Peyton Royce's picture right there, mm-hmm. front and center. Um, it's hard when you, I actually, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> it does. And I'm not speechless often. I'm usually pretty good with my words. I'm speechless. God bless you and keep it up. <laughs> Tommy, what's some good news here? I just say, can everyone see that? Yes. That is a perfect, perfect 10. Perfect 10. <laughs> absolutely. Her, just, everything she puts out there is just absolutely amazing. So definitely hard for the week. Yeah, good for her. Uh, noodles. End it all. Yeah. As Billy Bob said in, in Varsity Blues, she's a fucking 10. No question about it. <laughs> she's the real deal. <laughs> and we don't want to harp away from uh, her tag team partner in the Iconics, uh, Billy Kay. I mean, this is a hey, single. Billy, Billy Kay has created a nice little path of her own. She's definitely a gorgeous woman. And, and a possible future uh, thirst trap. So, absolutely. Contender. Can, definitely a contender in our books. Always. Always. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for week uh, episode. I'm sorry, week five, episode five, whatever you want to call it, of uh, Wrestling Journal. Uh, like I said, WrestleBuzz on Instagram. That's our host there uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, enjoy AW Double or Nothing. I may have said Dynamite a couple of times too, so correct me on that. Uh, and everyone enjoy your weekend. Have Memorial Day, boys. Let's go mystery opponent. <laughs> <laughs>